0: This episode brought to you by Cards Against Humanity, who asked us not to read an ad. And so we won't. In lieu of that, Flora's got some improvisational jazz poetry.
1: NBA. NHL. MLB. You're out of your league, baseball.
0: We're sorry, Cards Against Humanity, but thank you
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, Jazz and Poetry (laughs) And sports (laughs) And sports (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen And welcome to week two of the 2015 Mez Cryptid. and i'm david flora and thank you for joining us as we parade a captivating cadre of carnivorous creatures for your incredible eyes to see
0: truly a magnificent multitude of mutated marsupials Some of which aren't marsupials in the true sense of the term.
1: Tonight we have three amazing, horrifying contestants. Some of them are quite
0: alluring, you'll find. Some of them people found quite alluring,
1: (laughs) verifiably. And we will also announce the winner. Yes. Of week one. That's right. Who took home the advancement token?
0: (laughs) Who did this bachelor give a pointy rose to? Was it... Zemu? Hmm? Perhaps, nay, it was the Jackalope. Mm-hmm. Or could it have been Cortablopus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll find out.
1: You'll find out at the end. And don't forget to go on to the Blurry Photo's homepage.
0: Yes. vote, vote. Cast vote. your
1: vote. Enter your name and email to win your very own Golden Goatman, of which there will definitely be one this year. Yes,
0: this year there's an actual Golden Goatman. I know I said we weren't going to do that anymore, but
1: you're used to my lies by now. This week, Dave, who are our lovely asterisk contestants? (laughs) Oh,
0: each of these elegant asterisk ladies asterisk. They hail from all over the globe. From here in the beautiful United States of America... The Wisconsin hodag, ho
1: Ho-Ho-Dag. Dag. <laughs> <laughs> from northern Georgia. That's Georgia the country, not the state. Right on the Russian border. We have Zana the Ape Woman.
0: A lovely, fiery-haired she-beast. And from the altogether not very sunny and mostly rainy, but sometimes foggy plains of southern France... The Beast of Gévaudan.
1: Le Bête de Gévaudan. Oui.
0: That's right. Got us. We got us a fine French lady. A little bit of Eurasian flair. Central Asian, the Russian, jo- George. What is that? Cossack. And, and Cossack, American. Cossack. Is that a Cossack? <laughs> Laura. I Any don't know. Good old cheese farm and terror from Wisconsin.
1: Yep. Those those are our contestants this it's week. That's right. So why don't we shut the f up and get right into what?
0: it? did you hear what he said? I said
1: shut the f up and get right into Whoa.
0: it. Sorry, children.
1: All right. Well let's kick this
0: thing off in high gear.
1: Children
0: with a hodag. Hodag. Ho dag. bounce Flora, tell them all about the hodag.
1: Let's hear about the hodag.
0: <laughs> did I say hodag?
1: A strange beast found mainly around Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Rhinelander! First seen by a man named Eugene Shepard in 1893 in the woods outside of Rhinelander. Supposedly a resurrection of the restless spirit of a dead lumber ox, the hodag reported by Shepard was a 200-pound, 7-foot-long, lizard-like beast covered with horns. It was a supernatural beast, which, in its first life, took the form of an ox that belonged to Paul Bunyan. Whoa! Upon its death, the ox was burned for seven years to cleanse it of the profanity of its master.
0: Yeah, see, uh, Babe the Blue Ox didn't start that way, but uh, Paul liked to work a little blue in the later shifts. And...
1: Yeah, he transferred all of that to <laughs> well, the ox yeah, later.
0: That, that ox was, like, dirtier than 15 Richard Pryor's.
1: on shore leave.
0: Richard Pryor in a truck stop urinal wall had a baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But seven years was not long enough. The soul of the ox emerged from the ashes in the shape of a hodag, exuding a foul odor. Newspapers reported that it had the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant elephant, thick, short legs set off by huge claws, the back of a dinosaur and a long tail with spears at the end. Love it. A giant elephant, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unable to capture it, Shepard ended up blowing it sky high with dynamite.
0: Yeah, he, he, he Roy shattered the thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, the papers said it was the fiercest, strangest, most frightening monster ever to set razor-sharp claws on the earth. It became extinct after its main food source, all-white bulldogs and those only on Sundays, (laughs) became scarce in the area. Really? Yes. (laughs) Glorious! It it ate all white bulldogs only on Sundays. It probably had two meals. Yeah. It proved to not be quite extinct, for in 1896, Shepard gathered a group of lumberjacks and bear wrestlers and cornered another hodag in its den. Whoa. Lumberjacks and bear wrestlers now. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What did they do? In the, they, life,
0: in, the, in the Wisconsin life cycle, Where who comes first, lumberjack or bear wrestler? I think that you start as a lumberjack and become a bear wrestler.
1: I, I'll say the opposite. Of course you would. Let's, let's see what our Wisconsin uh, friends say. Yeah. Which stage are you in, friends? Yeah. Well, we have some great Wisconsin friends. We met a lot of them last weekend. So. That's right. Using a chloroform sponge on a stick. He was able to knock this one out just in time for the Oneida County Fair. Oh, lucky. Uh Uh-oh. He set up a tent and charged a dime of you, and it was the most popular attraction of the fair. Dime? That
0: was like $20 back then.
1: A dime is quite a bit, huh? Yeah. As word spread, some scientists from the Smithsonian decided to come have a look.
0: (laughs) I love this part. He's all like, (laughs) gather around, witness the most terrifying. I'm sorry, who's coming?
1: I'm from the Smithsonian. Oh,
0: um, can I talk? Can I talk to you really quickly?
1: <laughs> I'm very sorry. Um, this
0: this whole thing is just to take other people's money. I I can't I can't run afoul of the Smithsonian. What? I'm
1: sorry. I can't hear you. I'm from the Smithsonian. <laughs> I can't run afoul of the Smithsonian. <laughs> That's right. At that point, Shepard reluctantly admitted it was all a hoax.
0: Who would have thought? <laughs> Aside from everybody.
1: However. The popularity of the hodag could not be denied.
0: No, you can't break the spirit of the hodag.
1: And it became the official symbol and mascot of Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Rhinelander. That's the story of the hodag. Yeah. I dig that. I dagged that. Is anybody uh is anybody out there from Rhinelander or um do you do you, do you pass this thing? I'll bet you Greg Bach's all been the time? to Rhinelander.
0: I bet you Greg Bach's been there. I'll bet you Bach.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what part of the state that's in, actually. I get the feeling it's northern. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird enough to be remote. So that's uh that's the hodag for you. <laughs> Look at her dance. Up next, sashaying onto the platform. Killing everything <laughs> on that's in its right. path.
0: Mandibles dripping blood. Put your hands together for a bit. <laughs> 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 the beast of Javoudin. This is a hell of a great story. Oh, this one's so crazy. good that they actually adapted it into the is uh, it 2001, I want to say uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf Le the which I own on dvd because it's a great fun weird movie yeah it really and is really cool outfits i've always really liked the the costuming the 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 rain jacket with the collar that comes up to just below your eyes yeah i thought that was bad. And then,
1: the, then the big brimmed hat yeah
0: they the... made tricorn hats look awesome yeah why can't the goths get into that i could get on board <laughs> with that i'd get a little onk tattoo somewhere if that's what was in the mix <laughs> just saying but enough about movies I've seen. Flora, <laughs> do you know anything about this?
1: Oh, uh, this is great. This is uh, this is creepy and uh, real. Yeah, actually. this is a genuine story. Uh, between 1764 and 1767 in the former province of Gévaudan, central France. In the mountains. The populace was terrorized by strange, violent attacks by an unidentified beast or beasts resembling a dire wolf this thing apparently killed between 60 and 100 men women and children and injured many more
0: right that is an enormously huge number for an animal attack yeah and and and, and the thing is that 60 to 100 that's that's like conservative like
1: yeah that's like the ones they're pretty darn sure
0: Yeah, and and, and it could be, you know, as as high as (laughs) 200 by some accounts, but I mean, like, even the people who really did the research were like, no, 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 we really were careful on this one. It was only 60 to 100.
1: (laughs) That is so many people. In three years, yeah. Man. So this thing was said to resemble a wolf about the size of a calf with a wide chest and a large toothy mouth. The color of the beast's fur was especially variable. Sometimes it was red, sometimes red with a large gray patch, or red with faint stripes along the back. Other times it had black and white patches spotted over its body with no trace of red. Rarely it had colors or patterns that didn't incorporate red, black, or white. And one of them had a lightning bolt yeah one of them in, in in one account it had racing stripes no that, <laughs> that was when it was the fastest one <laughs> no, 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 no. drive by chawing <laughs> Chaw. <laughs> no, no, no. so
0: black my friend has been chawed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it had a long wolf or pig like snout lined with large teeth the ears were small and round or maybe straight and pointy (laughs) (laughs) they may Uh, have not been there at all or two feet long (laughs) Uh, some reports at the time said it reminds witnesses of a bear hyena wolf and panther all at once the tail somewhat resembles the long tail of a panther but it is so thick and strong that the beast uses it as a weapon knocking mean and animals down with it. Anyone struck by the tail reports that it hits with considerable force. The feet of the bit are the hardest to describe. Some say it has cloven hooves, or that each digit is tipped with a hoof. Others say that the claws they are so heavy, thick and formidable that they merely resemble hooves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was having fun with that report. Brought to you by fromage. Oh! <laughs> In the summer of 1764, the first attack occurred when 14-year-old Jeanne Boulet was killed and partially eaten. Gross! You're gross. A few weeks later... <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> a young shepherdess was similarly killed, and a couple days thereafter, another young girl killed. A few days later... A 15 year old cow herd was fatally wounded. Attacks like this continued and hysteria broke out among the population like it does. Yeah. When there are ma- <laughs> right.
0: mass When a, when a mysterious giant beast is preying on children. <laughs> I don't know. 14 year old at that time, like middle aged. That's true. They were, they'd taken out a mortgage. She'd been voting
1: for seven years. Um, do not vote in France. <laughs> we tell you who is the king. Hey. Oh. Uh, supernatural theories abounded including the thought that the beast was a werewolf Ooh. or perhaps a shape-shifting sorcerer <laughs> i like that one in january
0: what, did no one did no one say animal
1: <laughs> well i think that was implied with werewolf dude yeah, the werewolf is different from a manimal all right you're right <laughs> okay i can't get in the mind of of 18th century french <laughs> farmers i've tried in january of 1765 a local named jacques portafé was a- all named jacques was attacked along with seven friends apparently they managed to drive the beast away and their story reached king louis the 15th who gave jacques some cash a yeah. scholarship and a promise that the crown would help find and kill the beast.
0: Yeah, the other people in the group also, which is kind of weird. Like, I, I, like, was it an expedition he was leading? I do not know. It just feels like he just called dibs on ownership. So, like, yeah. the the king gave him uh, three hundred and fifty levers, and then gave the rest of his party another three hundred fifty to split.
1: Right. And
0: then he gets the scholarship. That he yeah, then, he
1: gets to be educated.
0: Which is, I, I don't know. I don't know
1: what Pull he did. this one up from the muck. <laughs> yeah. Make him one of us. Elevate. He is my pet now. <laughs>
0: Elevate him. Let him look down on those he once saw as
1: equals. I don't know. I wonder if this one was like the Gaston of the bunch, though, you know?
0: Yeah, maybe. he probably probably uh, like I mean, to. What do you think he's up into, Flora?
1: Well, he probably ate two dozen eggs for breakfast. So, I mean, how big do you think he would that would make a guy? No. I'm going to guess. I'd say Ball, roughly parking. roughly roughly the size of a barge.
0: He probably also was really good at persecuting harmless crackpots.
1: <laughs> what else did he do? <laughs> well,
0: you know, his exploits were many and varied, but one thing I can tell you from personal experience, Mhm. That every last inch of him's covered with hair. Wait, he's the one.
1: He's the one that's killing the little girls. He is the beast. <laughs> Gaston is <laughs> la bête.
0: No one runs from the hunters, from kings like Gaston. No
1: one kills teens like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Okay, we're not going to make this work on your clock, so
1: moving on. All right. <laughs> that's a good way to we're put not- it.
0: We're not gonna get this this musical off the ground in time.
1: So the king promised that the the you know they they'd help uh track this thing down. Yeah. He hired professional wolf hunters, and uh the, these uh these wolf hunters killed a number of wolves.
0: I, I, I'll say this. I like that that they were um pretty pretty rational about this. They didn't hire witch hunters or anything. They were like, <laughs> listen, guys, this this looks like this looks like wolves, like big wolves, maybe maybe particularly weird wolves, but yeah wolves we're gonna we're going to go with the wolf hunters on this, which I, I I enjoy that part because I feel like you tell us you have a story like this happened in other parts of the world it doesn't it doesn't go this directly,
1: yeah, and I'm sure that stories were going around that were like the devil is attacking people, right, you know right. or well, like they said werewolves sorcerers or or whatever else, but you you got all manner of supernatural stories, but right. you I think there were enough attacks that, that people were like, no, it's just a big damn wolf. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. That's just vicious. Uh, so these guys go out and they kill a bunch of wolves, but it wasn't until September uh, that a guy named Francois Antoine killed a rather large wolf, which survivors confirmed was indeed the beast. Hmm. It was stuffed and sent to Versailles, and Antoine won a lot of cash, titles, and awards for his bravery.
0: Well, I'm sure that everything worked out fine. Yeah. And nothing ever was there. There's no postscript to that story of success. So there.
1: so that is the, but wait, there's more.
0: Oh, French snap sound.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use that more often. Oh, God.
1: Le but wait there's more <laughs> there's more uh in december however attacks resumed and dozens more died thereafter way to go uh <laughs> Jacques how's, Antoine. how's that
0: how's that money spending now you dick
1: yeah i i'd never heard that you know anything happened to him after that i mean right. if i were the king i'd be like wait a minute refund por favor. <laughs> See vous play, monsieur. It wasn't until June of 1767, two years later, that the beast was finally killed for good by a local hunter named Jean Chastel. He fired two homemade, blessed silver bullets into it, thinking it was not a werewolf, but a vampire. Nice. And he killed it
0: okay so that just undid my whole theory really. hey guys we rationally picked the right nope no nope, it's the guy who thought it was a vampire got the job <laughs> done
1: <laughs> but you know what when you when you shoot for a vampire and hit giant wolf you know win-win yeah it was said to have human remains in its stomach and that's why they think that this wow. was the thing also i guess the attacks stopped after that so
0: yeah that is the end of the attacks
1: that's that's or it. is it? <gasps> but wait, there's no more. That okay, was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah, Fine. It's not known what the beast was. Now, this is this is trying to um, armchair quarterback this from 2015 and say, you know, what's going on in late. Well, why 18th didn't they just use frames? night vision
0: goggles and GPS to track the item? And then post. still
1: wouldn't have told them what it was. They should have posted still selfies to Pinterest. But uh, if it wasn't just a, a huge. Wolf. Uh, some people think it might might have been a hybrid, uh, maybe even from uh, Jean, Jean Chastel himself. Yeah, perhaps one of his hunting dogs. He he had a red mastiff, and it's thought that maybe maybe it bred with a wolf or something like that. Even right. and uh, some people think it it could have been a foreign beast or a hybrid of of another foreign beast and a wolf. It's it was pretty wolf like. Like wolf is is in the the pie somewhere. Right. It's just like, what's the crust made of, you know? What's the the salt? I think the crust is made of wolf. The crust is wolf, and then the filling is is hyena or mastiff or lion. It's a weird way to talk about an animal.
0: What's the crust and what's the filling?
1: It's a weird way to judge judge (laughs) your co-host on a podcast. (laughs) What kind of stupid analogy are you doing? (laughs) What? your metaphors (laughs) (laughs) well
0: there you go Um, if it was a cake i'd frost it with wolf (laughs) the first layer hyena second layer mastiff that middle part where they put something weird vampire
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like uh, i like that they thought it was werewolf even though it was attacking like days apart from from previous attacks.
0: Now, does does
1: does the werewolf in that part of the world is it attached to the moon? I don't I don't know that. I, uh, yeah, that's I guess that's something to one day look into, but not today. From all, I mean, from all werewolf knowledge I have, that's that's a pretty central component of yeah. It's the two components are. Man becomes wolf, and uh man becomes wolf because there's a full moon
0: well, I mean there's three components, it's, okay it's boy becoming man, man becoming wolf wolf werewolf bar mitzvah spooky, scary, boys becoming men, men becoming wolves,
1: <laughs> and there's also the, the the core belief that you get really good at basketball when it happens to that is so. true. They never said anything about him winning a championship. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: that was they predated basketball. They didn't know that's what they had been bred for. That was their Man,
1: destiny. Just keep calling me out on
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to help your theory.
1: Well, there you, there you go. Um, silver bullets brought it down. Yeah. Any any bullets brought it down? Silver bullets brought it down, but. Um, yeah.
0: Was it the bullet or was it the hole the bullet made? I don't know.
1: Yeah. You tell yeah. me, Frenchie. That is the beast of Jevoudin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, she's beautiful. Take her back to the dressing room. Reattach the muzzle. You'll be glad you did. And now let's bring out our third contestant of the evening. Oh, she looks so lovely in that dress with her largely overdeveloped and muscular
1: physique. That's that's not a dress. That's hair. Ooh, French snap sound.
0: <laughs> but that's right. Our third contestant this evening... Is my friend, Zana. Could be Zana. Don't know. Don't know for sure. Yep. No one knows for sure. Uh,
1: this Maybe this is, her friend will write us and tell us. Yay!
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh This is a really fun story, and this is also uh, a true historical tale. I like that we've got two of these and one. It's true. I feel like maybe we should have spread them out a little bit more, but Oof. too late now. Too late now. Zoops. <laughs> Zoops. So this story is actually uh, in the Western Cacassus Mountains, I believe, which at the time was called Abkhazia. Mm-hmm. And apparently these people know know of this, this type of creature called an Abno. Uh, oof, oof. It just becomes a, a New Zealand no after that. It's <laughs> just all
1: weird vowels. Uh, uh, in other words, uh, an Alma, right? Yeah, I think so. That's That's kind of the... The, the Russian or, 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 the, uh, the Western Asian, uh, version of Sasquatch.
0: Yeah. So this, the story starts, uh,
1: like all stories do, <laughs> like all stories do.
0: It starts with the capture of Zana who had been, uh, caught by hunters and maybe even changed hands a few times, um, before finally kind of washed up on the doorstep of a, of a nobleman named Edgi Ganaba. And he took her with him when he left he was kind of passing through this region took her back to her home they had to have her shackled up chained and kind of kind of locked her into a a k in a a fully enclosed area for three years
1: yeah wasn't it
0: like a pit well it had a dirt floor and she would dig a hole for herself to sleep in it's how she preferred to sleep Hmm. um after three years she kind of mellowed out a little bit and they changed it from uh like a fully blocked off enclosure to sort of a I don't the the account that I read called it a wattle fence, which I think is just kind of a loose stick, like picket fence, maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that means. I could have looked it up, but I didn't. Huh. Call the, um, call the internet police if you're so tough about it. He
1: said, "Well, what uh, what was Zana? Or what did she look like at, at least?"
0: Um, there's just no way of knowing that. Okay,
1: so, so telling so wattle fence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so Zana was very, very tall, very muscular,
1: like six, six,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. It mentions that she had uh, very developed breasts, very developed buttocks, like very big, powerful muscle groups in the lower body. And she was covered in hair in uh, her hair. Her skin was dark, either they say it's either black, maybe dark gray. Uh, and she was just covered with reddish black hair. And she was kept uh, kind of away from people for a while, but then they put her into this kind of better enclosure sort of, but people could get to her. And of course it's the locals would poke her with sticks and she'd freak out and get angry and snarl at them. They, but they over time taught her very simple tasks to perform. She could collect firewood. She could uh, remove her master's boots, like <laughs> little, just little things. I don't know. Um, they would dress her, but she would inevitably just destroy whatever she was wearing, not intentionally, but just she would just run amuck through the woods and things like that and just not think about it, so her clothes would just get ruined.
1: Hmm. She would also get incredibly warm too, right yeah well i
0: I don't know if she was i don't know if she herself was warm or if she just liked the cold. She was very uncomfortable and really avoided warm rooms, yeah, she preferred to be cold, she preferred to dig to dig these shallow holes in the ground to sleep in. Um and we'll come back to that that cold affinity later because it it, it matters to the story. Other interesting things about her, uh that I, I forgot to mention before is that she had um she could she could move her toes very, very far apart.
1: Um which, oh, I see. Yeah. Which
0: is also kind of towards the ape simian right. direction. But her and her face was broad. Uh she had a low forehead, high cheekbones and her nostrils also co- sort of uh, ape-like in that they were turned outwards a little bit. Mm. She had things that she enjoyed. Uh, once she had kind of mellowed out to the point, they, they they keep using the word tamed to the point that they, she kind of was free to go as she will. Um, she loved eating grapes. She loved fruit. She would just, just shimmy up trees, get as much and just eat all until she couldn't eat anymore. Just <laughs> loved it. Just went nuts on it. And then she was like that about all food. She had um, sort of a, a eat everything you can while you can uh, sort of disposition towards the availability of food and just would go crazy about it. She would like to, she would play with rocks a lot. She'd clank rocks together, um, break them, um, which I, I guess if you were thinking about it, you could say, well, this is sort of maybe she's replicating sort of a Flint napping behavior, maybe hmm. something like that. I don't know, but she liked it. She'll let it play with rocks. She loved to be cold. She would often hang out in cold streams. One of her more comfortable places, she would cover herself with mud and just lay in the mud with, with like, the cattle <laughs> um, just, just to stay cool. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Hell of a day, huh? You use all that mud? <laughs> um, she loved to swim um, in, in year-round. Like, the cold just didn't touch her. She was completely okay with it.
1: And that's in the... Friggin' uh, border of, of Russia there.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, this is in a cold place in the winter. Now, while all this was happening, while she had her kind of freedom to, to move about, some other things were happening. Like what? And some never-identified gentlemen decided to avail themselves of this young lady, and she got pregnant a number of times. Yeah, She had a lot of kids, Um, and it took them four kids to find this pattern. She would give birth to a child and then she would insist on washing the child in a cold spring water and the more babies just couldn't handle it. Yeah. And so she lost, she, she inadvertently killed four of her kids. Um, and then they, they finally got wise, which I don't know why it took them that long to, uh, they got wise to this. Now, first of all, that means she keeps getting pregnant. So that's, uh, you know, m- minimum 36 months, you know, probably closer to five years. Sure. That this goes on. Then she gets pregnant again, and this time when she gives birth, they, they the locals take the child away to be raised. So she had four more kids after they started taking the children away. These kids were all completely normal human beings. There was no uh no 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 carryover phenotypically from her. There was there was none of the hair, there was none of the, the, the broad features, any of those kind of things.
1: Yeah. They I think they had Hints of, of stuff.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like, i, I, when I say like it, these, these kids would pass in society without right. a second look, you right. know, um, obviously there's going to be something there, but like when you think, okay, one human, one Sasquatch, what's the middle ground? None of those things you think would be in the middle ground were present,
1: right? They were
0: strongly built. They were kind of muscular kids. They had darker skin, but you know, nothing that would really set them apart from society. Um, they could pass very easily, nothing as far as hair goes or any, any heresitism, which is uh, when your body's covered with hair and, and these kids, uh, the, the younger son, um, lived until 1954. Wow. Um, you know, they, they all reached, you know, they, they died, but you know, 65, 70 years old, um, they were, they, you know, they lived full rich lives and everything was fine. Uh, so her kids ended up, uh, having kids of their own. They sort of scattered. She died. Zana died in the town. She was buried in the family in the cemetery plot, same uh, the family cemetery plot as Edgy. Uh, He was she was buried in the same family plot as Edgy. Um, The the owner, right? Yeah, whatever he was, yeah, uh, the boss. Uh, So their their kids all scattered Um, in the sixty nineteen sixty four. An archaeologist. Decided that he would try to uh, find Zana's grave and see, you know, what, what are we dealing with here? What's, what is there? Uh, There were several expeditions back. They, you know, and it's hard because there was a a huge burial mound and a lot of time had passed. And the the few villagers who knew the story were all very, very old. Mm. Uh, Some of them said, oh, you need to check underneath this tree. It turned out it was one of the, um, one of the the children that had died early. Oh. Um, And they found like her son quit. I think that's a quit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they his grave was still clearly marked, so they were able to find um, one of her other daughters. I think it was called her name was Gemessa. Um, they were able to find graves of her offspring, but they were never able to find a grave that that contained remains consistent with how she was described. Huh. And and when they they look at the the the, the skull of her kid, there are some sort of proto hominid features to it. And so you know, while not as not as compelling a case of had they had found the, the original skeleton, but even, even the, the skeletons of her offspring carried with them a fair amount of, of interesting, um, unusual features that kind of led in credence to this story, hmm. but they, they never did actually find the grave of,
1: of Zana herself. That's, um, uh, it, it's nuts. It's, it's very interesting. And some of the videos that I, uh, watched, I went to YouTube and just see, to see what, you know the peanuts had to say about it. Right. There were some videos that said that they had done DNA evidence, and I don't know. They made it sound like they had something from Zana because they they kept saying it was DNA that that conclusively proved she was either not a a, a Neanderthal, but was from sub-Saharan Africa.
0: I did see that. I did. I did hear. I read a little bit about that. Yeah, but like the sub-Saharan yeah. the sub-Saharan Africa link
1: and 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 was um was either from from there or something something they don't know about yeah which is interesting and of course that you know it, it's it's a video on on youtube um, hey <laughs> yeah came from something or some show i think it was the audio pulled from it but one of the theories that they had was that if she wasn't a straight up cryptid a a an ape woman something um yeti-ish or uh,
0: yeti-esque
1: yeah or or sasquidic um, <laughs> <laughs> that she might be a slave a straight up uh, african slave that had been brought to the region and maybe the locals uh felt bad about it once it was sort of at the tail end of the the slave trade or something and and yeah. maybe they didn't want to admit to still somebody, someone still having a slave true
0: yeah however she got there you know if she was from there like it wasn't a legal practice it wasn't right, right. a legitimate thing it wasn't done in her best interest so right you can see why no one would be all that forthcoming about it
1: yeah so yeah it's 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 very interesting and and also like you said the second one tonight where it's like yeah this this one is, is, is a real, the, the real deal Holyfield. Yeah. S- actually happened provable and yet mysterious.
0: Mm, terribly mysterious.
1: Enough enough to be considered a cryptid. Yeah. I, I think. Because I, people don't know exactly what, you know, if the stories are true, they don't know exactly what she is. So
0: Exactly. So there you have it. And there
1: you have it. There's Zana.
0: And your three- Ugly cryptid ladies, now we have the results of your voting, and in true shitty TV fashion, but first, (laughs) puns, when we come back, the shocking conclusion,
1: but first, but but first, how about some (laughs) (laughs) puns, I have a town in Wisconsin, oh yeah, where, um, the locals tried to make a new piece of equipment for archery. Nice. And it didn't work out for them. Oh it, no. It failed. It was it was kind of, I don't know, kind of fake Too not there's there's too much going on with it and uh-huh. some people who knew what they were talking about called them out.
0: Oh wow, what happened?
1: Well, the town it became famous though for this uh, this piece of equipment that that they tried to to get Oh yeah. And so the the town is known uh for their Bow bag, nice. I've got a really
0: delicious punt uh, in that in that neck of the woods. Uh, you know, there was a creature that was found uh, uh, in in the middle of town, not out in the woods. Found in the middle of town. Found in town. Um, actually, in a bar. Greg Bach. It was Greg Bach. <laughs> <laughs> the the, as the legend goes, one man went into the bar and was like, "What are you doing here?" The creature didn't say anything, and he's like, "Hey." What are you doing here? The creature looked him straight in the eye and said, "Why oh, didn't she buy me a drink?" And thus, the legend of the hoe bag was born. <laughs> it's a bad
1: ho oh, bag. I thought there was going to be a component where he went into the bar with a chloroform sponge on a stick.
0: <laughs> that would be better. Well, <laughs> well this wasn't good. Home. This wasn't that good. This wasn't that good.
1: Uh, all right. Well, I have a, I have a fun uh, story. About a guy uh-huh. from France, Ooh la la, who, who liked to cook. And It was funny. He he had Irish ancestry, but he was he was from France. Really? Yeah. His name was John Oban, mm-hmm. and um, he he was he was good at cooking. But the thing is, his meals were so good and so rich, it ended up killing a lot of people. Oh my god! In a, in a short period of time, before they figured out what was going on.
0: Well, what was going on?
1: Well, they they figured it out when when. One night, uh he invited a lot of people in town over to, to his place. He cooked for them, and then they were all dead the next morning from the, the feast, feast of Chef Oban.
0: <laughs> Nice!
1: That was really well done. It smelled it just
0: at the right moment. Right before it came <laughs> out of the oven, I was like, oh, there he goes. Okay, I'm double bunting. I'm just the worst, but this is what I've got right now. Did you know that in... uh central France. There's a tiny town in the mountains. Peace go there. (laughs) I know a place in France. (laughs) Uh, In the town, there was a, there was a little bar and um, had a really hard time getting people to come in Uh until finally one day uh, a woman came in and she was, she was very tall, long, thick red hair, Mm -hmm. powerfully built. And, the other thing they noticed was that she had a very, very powerfully built buttocks, as well <laughs> as uh, other other attributes up top on the uh, top shelf. If you know what I am saying, there. Why? And she would she would try to introduce herself as Zana every time she came out on stage, but the guys they were just staring; they weren't listening to her at all. Because even after after months of explaining what her name was, she was just known in the area as the breasts of Javudin i feel like i got some part of my soul for at least stitching two of them together into one narrative but i'll i'll, I'll give you points guess, for that still low low grade misogynistic puns for that <laughs> i i can only offer the usual pun apology
1: <laughs> and not just the one that comes with each one <laughs> that's right oh uh, them's puns and them's now puns? ladies and gentlemen that's right the results from, from week, week one flora you already know the results. I, do. I don't know the results, so we'll play
0: our usual game. Okay. From week one. Dave's gonna guess. It was Katoblopus, Zemu, and Jackalope. Right. I'm going Katoblopus.
1: Is there is there any reason that you that you choose, choose uh, him, her?
0: Him uh one, lots of uh lots of descriptions. It was uh-huh. fun to talk about. It sounds like a big sad Eeyore of a cryptid. And uh, the it's just fun to say t- Catablipus. Yeah. I want to put it on a business card and say, hi. My, my, name, is. my name is Russell Katablopus. <laughs> it's really nice to meet you. How are you guys doing for um, pet insurance? You guys all set there? Your your pet's covered in case of pet problem? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. This, this one turned into a, a heck of a race. Nice. Oh, I love it. Yeah. At first, I didn't think... I didn't think I would, thought there was going to be a a clear winner.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's going to be Catablopus, Jackalope, Zmew. That's how I feel like it's going to go.
1: And then in the in the past few days, and thank you so much if if you did yeah, vote. Thank you. It's, it's great because it, it makes it, it it makes it yeah more it makes it fun. More, yeah, it does. It makes it feel like it matters. It was a it was a very close race, and the fun thing is it was close between all three.
0: Oh, kick ass!
1: Yeah, but there can only be one. There can only be one Highlander.
0: The winner this week is the Highlander. <laughs> it was a right in vote.
1: Christopher Lambert we didn't wins again. It. <laughs> I killed that Catabla because I'm Christopher Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of week one, 2015 Miscrypted contest is... When we're back. No, just kidding. <laughs> is... The Jackalope. Oh, I
0: was wrong! Jackalope! By how much? Five votes. Wow, that was we had a lot of voting. Yeah, that's a that's a really narrow margin.
1: Yeah, I mean, in the past we've had spreads of of ten or more. Yep. on 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 stuff. So for uh, a a spread of just five, sounds like quite a bit, but. When you only got three <laughs> horses running. Yeah. Now, that's that's close. And that's, that's it. That's your winner. The
0: jackalope moves on to the final round. Jackalope Who this week will join the Jackalope in the circle of ambivalence to be elevated to the sphere of celebrity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> will it be the ape woman Xanadu?
0: Will it be the beast of Gerard Depardieu?
1: Or will it be...
0: Hoobastank. Hoobastank. No, <laughs> Ch-
1: Charles right? Barkley isn't doing this. Oh. Hoobastank. <laughs> Z- Xanadu. <laughs> what are y'all going to win? one <laughs> are you going to be a champion? Beast of Chef Boy O.D. Beast of Chef Boy
0: Uh
1: That's right. Xana, the Beast of Jevodan, or the Hodag, who will win. That's So go ahead. Uh, go to blurryphotos.org. Right there on the homepage is the survey that you fill out. There's one bubble to to click on uh, which one you want to win. And then, if you want, you can enter your name and email address to get in the drawing to win a miscrypted prize pack, including a golden goutman of your own. Mm -hmm. Remember, you can vote once every week. Yep, once a week. Once a week for that week. You can't vote for last for week one we already know the winner yeah it's done that's um, silly there's you, no time it, machines here. I, I, it won't even be on there so so why am <laughs> i even telling you i don't know so that's how you do it
0: yep so please do it and don't forget to uh follow us on twitter like us on facebook five star us on itunes uh do some other stuff on some other social media that we don't even know about yeah. yet so that when we when we do finally get to it we'll be like oh my god there's this beautiful garden waiting for
1: us tell tell your friends to listen listen to us yeah <laughs> in general <laughs> tell them to go and shut up tell them to go and uh vote you know and and if they don't want the prize pack just you know, take it from them. Say vote anyway, and take it, it from
0: them. yeah. Take it from them and then someone <laughs> someone start the blurry photos Tumblr. Someone just do that. Just take the reins. <laughs> now you're on the team. What I I don't even know what I'm such an old That's my man. point. That's my point. I Eventually we'll Tumblr figure it is. out. And when we get there, the Tumblr roller will be up and running. And yeah, it, we'll be so happy. There'll be, Tumblr, there'll be all
1: kinds of Dave and David um, Pinterest um, hot fiction Snapchat. I don't know what Snapchat is. Well, if you're if you're a big if you're big into Imgur, then uh, tell everybody on Imgur about us. Yeah, or Imgur, however or you Imgur. like it. Im- Imgur, yeah. but NF Lab, That's week two of yes. the 2015. Miscrypted. Hope you liked it. Me too. I've been David Flora. I will continue to be Dave Stecko. We'll, we'll we'll come back another week for you. We sure will. We'll, we'll do it again. One don't more j- week.
0: Don't jinx us. I don't want to die in a fire.
1: Okay. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Me either uh bye everybody. Bye.